Welcome to Critical Solutions, the show where two unqualified guys try to solve the world's problems. I'm your host, Josh Martin. And I'm also your host, Mason Volpe. We got a good one for you guys, don't we, Josh? Yeah, oh yeah. So uh, how do you feel about gatekeepers, man? Are they are they your favorite? Oh, they're just so fun. They're the best people to be around, aren't they? Yes, I I aspire to be a gatekeeper, JK. I would like people to take them down. No, I, I want to gatekeep everything in my life, actually. <laughs> we should actually discourage anyone else from ever running a podcast just because they don't know. Like they, You're not real podcasters. They're, they're not real podcasters. We're probably the only people who like really understand podcasting in like its truest form, you know? I mean, we're pros. Look at us. Look, look at us. us. I mean, come on. We're we're sitting here in our in our parents' houses running a whole ass podcast, man. It's good times. So what inspired me to want to bring this up was you know when something's super fucking annoying, which this is the show we bitch about annoyances, and somebody else thinks there's like I'm gonna one up your annoyance. So that means your annoyance doesn't mean shit. Bro, nothing makes me more mad. I like oh my god, dude. When I I remember when I first started work. I was complaining to someone there because when they start you, they start you at a uh, at a ten to six, and then when you like get going and you're like done with training, they move you to eight to six. And so I was complaining to someone at work. I was like, "Yeah, like I had to wake up at eight o'clock this morning. Like, it, you know, that's so like early for me. I specified like for me because I know like people wake up earlier than eight o'clock, no problem. I'm just like not a oh, morning yeah. person. So like, I feel it. I was like, yeah, it's just so early for me and all this shit. Like I always make sure to like in college, I scheduled my classes to like not start before 10. Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> Smart. Was like, yeah, man, you know, that's, that's nothing. Like stop complaining. You're being such a baby. Like I had to get up at six. I'm like, all right, like, can you, can can you just let me bitch? Like, can I just be mad about something? Exactly. I've read something good like that on uh, I can't remember where I read it, but it was basically like a, why do uh, morning people get everything? Like, why is the world centered around them? Like, why is work all early morning? But if you're, you wake up later, you're a bum, even though you could be more productive. But since you wake up later, you're a bum. Right. You have to, if you're not doing things at six o'clock in the morning, you're actually not doing anything at all. Yep. Right. You're just uh, everything that gets done after 12 PM actually just doesn't count. It's not real work. No, you're not real. You're not. You're not getting up early like a true grinder. Oh, you're. Th- you work third shift. Nah, you don't actually work. Even though they pay you more because they know it's harder. That doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. You're just. La- you just lazy. You don't want to wake up. Fucking lazy bitch. I know. So with the whole, th- this is a fun one to try to solve because I feel like this is not an easy one. It's basically just to be like, don't gatekeep. But obviously, that's not a fix because it still will happen probably now and forever. We owe our viewers more more than that. Yeah, so maybe a solution would be listening to more problems from other people. So, like, listen to our podcast, and you'll hear more problems. There you go. Solution to gatekeeping. Listen to the Critical <laughs> Solutions podcast. <laughs> Understand there's other issues more than just your own. But that's always a fun one because there's so many different gatekeepers. That's what is your What's your favorite favorite meaning like most annoying but like what's your favorite gatekeepers is it like the morning people one no it's not it's it's got to be music by far oh absolutely despise when people are like i like i've had this happen to me before where like i'll say something about like whatever artist and they'll bring up the most like 
underground, unreleased, like, bullshit from them and be like, oh, have you heard this song? And I'll be like, oh, no, like, I, I should check that out. And they're like, yeah, no, you're actually, you're not a real, like, Mac Miller fan if you haven't heard this song. When dude's got, like, literally, like, thousands of unreleased songs. <laughs> like. That's so true, dude. Oh, it's so annoying. They're purist. I'm a R&B purist. You don't understand it unless you listen to the OG Usher tapes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you listen to the shit that has like four total listens on Spotify. Dude, that's such a good point though because that can transition to so many things like um, concerts. You haven't seen them 38 times? Fuck you. You're not a fan. You didn't yeah, take mortgages you out to go fucking see state. them? Oh my god, dude. This isn't. He was never like this, but one of my old bosses was a massive Metallica fan. And it's I he verified like I could see this was true. He's seen them like forty seven times. Not kidding. Yeah, it was That's insane. He, insane, dude. Yeah, he was a super fan. It, he was all about it, but he was never once like that. So his name was Patrick. Good dude. I feel like we need more Patricks because he was all like, "You should like them, man. They're fun." And I was like, "Oh, you like them?" Like he goes, "Yeah, I've seen them." And he like thought, and he goes forty whatever times at the time. This was years ago, and I thought he was fucking with me. And he's like, "No," and he like showed me stubs and stuff he's had. And he had like 20 pictures. And I was like, okay, you're legit. Real quick side note. Fucking Patrick, man. I don't think I've ever met a Patrick I didn't like. You know, I don't know. It's yeah. very off topic, but man, no, shout out point. all the Patricks in the world. That's super good point. Like, uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, we don't know him. We don't Patrick know him. Star. We hate his brother, but he's <laughs> fine. Bro, oh god, we got a whole, we gotta have a whole episode about Jackson Mahomes. I'll drag his name through the goddamn mud. I don't, I got that would be a good one because this would be great for you because I really don't know much. I know he does like TikTok dances or something, and I've kind of refrained from even paying attention. That's very smart of you. I think we should have a whole episode where we go through and I just we go through and I just show you Jackson Mahomes TikToks. Uh. Oh boy, even TikTok alone, that would be enough for me to be annoyed, I think, because there's a lot I could say about that. Yeah, we'll have a TikTok episode <laughs> at 1.2. Let's get back to this episode, though. So, with the whole Patrick thing, the only other ones, I don't know of any other. What's the dude? Uh, I'm drawing a blank on um Pat McAfee. Yeah. Pat McAfee. We love Pat McAfee. Good Pat. Maybe we can get him on. Pat. I worked at a pizza place at. Uh, Purdue, I might have mentioned this before on the pod, but there's a guy there who basically trained me, I guess. He was like the head pizza cook or whatever. His name was Pat. Love the dude to death. Yep. I, I can see it, man. I want to work with Pats. We need to get a Pat producer. We do. If your name is Patrick and you want to produce a podcast, hit us up. Like, you're already hired. Just send us your fucking your resume. Paul's resume is just his name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're hired. You're hired. So, but the concert gatekeeping, I I haven't met a lot of people that were like, you can't be a fan if you haven't seen them this many times. But um, I'm a fan of the band Inhaler, which I found out after the fact that the lead singer is Bono from U2. His, it, that's his son. So oh, shit. It's not like the reason I have to specify because I, I've now since seen them twice. When you go to their shows, there's a shitload of U2 fans there, which obviously they have like a massive fandom. And so you'll just hear them all talking about it. And it's like middle-aged people and the band is like 22 years old or whatever. <laughs> like you can listen to whatever. It's just so funny. And then all these people are doing like YouTube. Yeah, this one guy was in front of me and my brother. And he's like, 
It's talking about he's seen you two like 10 times and like we'll travel to Europe to see them. So, and that also makes me think of Taken. Remember, that's like the whole premise. She goes, she's supposed to go like travel out with you two. So the whole gatekeeping thing with that, I think when the people do that, it's, I, from what I've seen, it's a lot of smaller artists for some reason, like when they're starting. Yeah, which first of all is bad for that artist. If you really like that artist, you should want to like promote their shit and be like, hey, you know, like you should listen to this guy. Not like you're not a real fan of this guy. Like I'm the only real fan. Yeah. Like that, that doesn't help their popularity. And I guess maybe that's part of it is like a lot of gatekeepers want what they like to be not popular. It's exclusivity, I think. They want to feel like they're in a special club that you can't be a part of. Exactly. So it it really is shitty because if if you really and I guess this is kind of on it, this requires a little bit of deeper thought that gatekeepers aren't capable of maybe. But if you really really wanted them to like have success, you would allow more people into that club. You know. Yeah. It's it, so there's a subreddit called Gates Open. Come on in, and it's the opposite of gatekeeping. <laughs> and, it, and it like starts as it sounds like somebody's about to gatekeep something. And they're like, yeah, you should totally try this. Like they'll finish with that or something like that. <laughs> yeah. This is for about everyone it. as everything is. Seriously. Cause like with going back to the inhaler thing, they're a smaller band and for now. And so I always try to tell people about them. Like you should listen to them. They're all, I want more people to get into them. It's fun to like talk to more people about stuff you like. So I've never understood the whole kind of walled garden of, you're not permitted in here because you didn't, you weren't lucky enough to find them early on or something along those lines. Yeah. So it, it's just annoying, man. And like, I, I guess I can get like the, like the motive behind it. Cause it does feel good to be part of something that's like exclusive, you know? Yeah. But Agreed. at the same time, like for music specifically, at least like, it's just not that way. Like you're not a part of something. Yeah, you didn't help create the song. No, you're just a fan. Right. So I think what would maybe somewhat solve this problem, instead of like gatekeeping it, what if they had like, we'll make them a little badge and it's like, I was here day one. And so they can feel proud <laughs> yeah. about it, but they don't have I to be like, it. you can't have access. So it would just be more of like a, how long you've been a fan or something. So it'd be more like they're the elders and like, hey man, how were they back in the day or something? And they could be like a source of knowledge instead of walling that off to other people. It's like that Spotify, when you get the Spotify wrapped and it says like, oh, you were in the top 1% of listeners for like this dude. You just yeah, get it's that. Like a you badge can, of you honor. can wear it around every day. Yeah, because then like, I think that's what it is. People want to feel proud that they were early adopters of the music or whatever the hell we're discussing that they're gatekeeping. But if they could wear around something that says like they were there from the jump or something like that, that might suffice. And they'd be like, I don't have to gatekeep because now, you know, you know, what's up. I've been around. Or, yeah, exactly. Or would it make it worse is, is maybe my, my issue with this because then it's kind of like a, like a have you ever, social ladder. This is like so off the rails, but have you ever read like the star belly sneeches by Dr. Seuss? Where like the ones. I don't think. Bro. <laughs> The name got, though, that's great. Oh, it's a fucking it's literally a book about racism. <laughs> it's like oh, shit. the fucking the sneeches, like some of them have stars on their bellies and some of them oh, don't yes. or like have different shit on their bellies. And then they all want to like have the stars because the stars are better. And they're like I, go yes. and switch back and shit. It, I feel like it might become that where it's like 
it's like, oh, you need the badge of honor or else you're not like a real fan. Like it's proof that you're not a real fan, you know? That's true. I guess we're, you are definitely right. My my vision in my head that I was thinking of is like, say there's a concert, everything's just switching to this concert type venue for me in my brain right now. But it would be like the, when you're going in, you have to somehow like prove how long you've been a fan or something. And they give you a badge. <laughs> it would be like, I've never even heard of this band. It'd be like, cool, you're a new guy. And so like, you could promote if you're newer, there's other advantages. Like since it's your first show, you get to be at the front of the stage or like, I know that'll make people mad. I don't know if that advantage would make people happy. I think the more lifelong dedicated fans would want that. We just plant the seeds for solutions. Yeah, for sure. And so, cause the thing is when stuff like that happens is that would also be a great opportunity for like the opposite of gatekeepers to come in and like do some work. Cause you could see someone say you're like that dude, right? You've got like the number one fan badge or whatever. (laughs) And someone comes in, you see someone at the concert and they've got like fucking rookie on their shirt or whatever. You like how much better of an experience would it be to just go up to that person and be like, Oh my God, like you're just getting into this, this band. That's so great. Like, I love this band. Like I can show you like, these are their best albums. And like, these are my favorite songs. And like, like yeah. you should come to their next concert in fucking Idaho with me or whatever the fuck. Like that would be cool. That so it'd be like a mentor mentee program. Sounds yeah, like. exactly. That's cool. So that's direct opposite of the gatekeeping. That's like gates open. Come on in. I like that idea a lot. So maybe maybe there should be incentive for something like that. Like like a fucking pyramid scheme almost, where it's like if you get more people involved, like the you get MLM. some kind of reward. Yeah, yeah. Except the- super wholesome and profits no one. The bands could totally do something like that because, uh, like, so Ooh, yeah. Pearl Jam is very fan centric. I don't know if you're a fan of them, but they will do like it's the Ten Club or I can't remember what they call it, but they have like a fan club thing, and they you get special stuff for being in it. But what if they had that, and it was like if you refer people to our club, you get extra stuff, whatever it is, something like that. So it promotes one helps the band; they get more audience. Two, it makes your the group of people you get to interact with bigger. I feel like that's always good in environments like that. Yeah. I like I, that's honestly like, I think I touched on it earlier, but like my main problem with gatekeeping is like, why would you not want more people involved? You know, like I get, there's like the feeling of you're in something exclusive, but like, isn't it more fun to experience something with more people and like, yeah, have people would, that relate to your interests and shit. I would think it's, I, I just watched uh, the Hot Ones episode with uh, Kevin Bacon, and he was talking – they brought up the question, of, like, do you think theater is going to be around, essentially? And he just said, I hope people still want to go have that experience of eating, to quote him, the shitty popcorn and watch a movie with strangers. And the way he worded that really made me think – because I'm kind of leaning more towards where, like, I used to be a huge theater buff, but then now that, like, I got – after the pandemic and you got to watch like new releases at home, I'm like, I want to do this every time. But there is something about that experience of being around people you don't know, enjoying the same, the same um, movie, whatever with show, whatever you're going to watch with someone else. That definitely adds an element that you can't get with people, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. Just whatever it is, something about everyone. And I think it's the quantity too, is like, something about being around like a hundred, 200 people who are all experiencing something for the first time. And they're all more or less like general fans of what they're experiencing. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I, I just think that's a really cool thing to like be able to share that experience with a lot of people who you don't know instead of like, oh, let me just sit on the couch and watch fucking whatever it is. <laughs> no, you're right, man. My one friend who I watch everything, you know, like. Right. And that's not, I'm not knocking that. I enjoy doing that too a lot as well, but. Obviously, of course. But there's something to it. And I think having like a sociology background, it's a lot of fun to, I get, try to like get out of body experience, not like literally, but where when you're standing <laughs> in a, <laughs> you like feel different. But when you're at a huge concert and there's tens of thousands of people there with you, it's so fun to sit and think one group of people or one artist, whatever was compelling enough to pull all of these people here for one sole purpose. So all of these people for the most part are there for one reason. And that to me is amazing. There's no other experience like that where you can get a whole mass of humans to do one thing together. And I think that's so like huge groups of people to me is just absolutely fascinating. I love it. And that is something you can't experience unless you do it with like, you're not going to be able to know everyone there. So there's going to have to be people there. You don't know new people, whatever that you might not approve of. Like if you gate kept them, but it's something you can't get without that. It's really cool because I mean, like you were saying, just like massive groups of people being brought together by like this one thing, like it means that that one thing is like not universally, but like whoever is making that thing, like they found something that appeals to a lot of people, like everyone is unique, but you found something that can bring thousands of people together to all enjoy the same thing. So like it, I don't know. It's just the non-gatekeeper mindset, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. They they would rather have it be exclusive, which, you know, I get. But I don't know. What do you think happens when, like, when, like, two gatekeepers meet at a concert or something? Oh, You think they try to, like, out-gatekeep each other? They're like, oh, have you heard this unreleased song from fucking forever ago? Like, We need – this needs to be an experiment. I want to put two people in a room. (laughs) <laughs> and they have to debate who's the better gatekeeper because they can't leave until one of them, until one of them admits that the other is a real fan. Dude, this would be fun. I would totally bet on this. Like, this would be something I would. Oh, this that would be, be so awesome. entertaining. We just broadcast it, and everyone's like, "All right, I got the over on like three hours." We could do a live thing. I'd be set it up like UFC, and it's two dudes in a ring, but they're just sitting at a table and they're discussing shit. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great, dude. Because on that one, I I would love to think that instead of one of them being like, I better they realize that they're in the same boat and then they become friends or something. And then they realize that this was stupid. Hopefully. Yeah. And then hopefully that would, A, it would be like friendship simulator. Yeah. Just be like making people be friends. And B, maybe it would stop their gatekeeping ways. (gasps) Did we just find a solution? We throw him in a UFC ring without <laughs> throw him in the cage, <laughs> the octagon. Oh, that'd be awesome! That'd be All right, fun. solution to gatekeeping: throw him in the ring. The other let him do gatekeeping it out. stuff. I know we kind of just solved some of this though. Is I I just got bringing up some of my favorite ones is the whole sports gatekeeping, where oh yeah, true fans that that phrase fucking define true fans. When people say that, I'm like are real let, let me rephrase real fans i'm like so the ones are fake like they're not real humans they don't actually support them yeah there's definitely because here's the thing there are fake fans like 
There are Tampa Bay Lakers. Buccaneers fans. Yeah, there are fucking Lakers fans. All of you can fuck right off. But <laughs> I oh dude, I hate Lakers fans so much. Just the entire if you're still supporting the Lakers, like oh, although maybe that's kind of a merit. If you're still supporting the Lakers at this point, like you must be a true fan because that franchise is in shambles right now. Real quick, I just gotta ask you, what what if you're just a LeBron fan? Fuck you. Go to hell. Oh, I, like, <laughs> I mean, you can, you know what? Actually, maybe that was a bit harsh. I, cause <laughs> I'm going to immediately backtrack on that because, and I don't know, I guess LeBron didn't, I don't know. Like I, so we both went to Purdue, right? And Jaden Ivey just got drafted to the Pistons. He's doing well. You guys too. don't know Jaden Ivey. It was like, what was he? Third overall pick? Fifth overall? Something like that? Fourth, I think. It wasn't third. It was fourth or fifth. Yeah. Either we way. almost, Pacers almost got him. Pacers almost got him. Would have been sick, but uh, you know, I think the Pistons is cool too. His, I don't know, his family, uh, his mom and dad both played Detroit pro sports. Yeah, um, so that's cool. Anyway, I'll like if the Pistons are playing someone that's not the Hornets or the Pacers, I'll probably be rooting for the Pistons just because I'm like, I want my boy to do well. So I'll be a Jaden yeah. Ivey fan. So I get okay. I was a little harsh. I, I want to <laughs> apologize to everyone for my outburst there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a good dude. For immediately understanding. Immediately backtrack on that. That being said, going back to I don't know. Sorry. Just like, like it. You can't. It if you. Here's it. Okay. 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 <laughs> you can be a LeBron fan, but you can't be a LeBron fan who was a fan of the Cavs and now claim to be a fan of the Lakers. That's fair. I feel you like have I to on board with that. be true with yourself and be like, I'm just a fan of LeBron. I'm going to support the Lakers, but I'm not going to pretend like I was a Lakers fan before he got there. There you go. I, I like that. Those I people can, can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> so there's definitely like, there's fake fans and there's bandwagons who like, you know, all, all the Bengals fans that mysteriously popped up after they went to the Super Bowl, like, yeah, or you I guys gotta throw one in real fans. quick. You're just fucking winner fans. What's what's yes, your example? Exactly. Cowboys have to say it. We're an Eagle shit. Point in case. Fuck Cowboys. They're usually <laughs> like your fans as well, and they like the Yankees too. So yeah, so a hundred percent. There are fake fans, but yeah. If but, anyone like, I live in Charlotte. I was born in Indiana. If anyone tries to call me a fake fan of the Hornets or Pacers. They're gatekeeping. Like it. Yeah. If you have geographical ties to that state, you automatically have the right to choose to support that team under no scrutiny whatsoever. I agree for sure. And then I think another way. So I've, I've ran into this with the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl 2017, since I'm in Indiana and I grew up just an Eagles fan. People, that was an easy one to pull out. Oh, because they won. I was like, no, 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 motherfucker. I had to deal with some shit for years years my close friends know this because they gave me I, you know how many fucking memes i got when it would show the rings from everybody in our division like washington cowboys giants and then ours was a picture of a fucking ring pop so many <laughs> of those goddamn memes dude so annoying so as soon as we won all my friends heard it for about a year straight i'm like what now bitch i was so excited so i think if you like when you have to suffer with a fucking team you're totally in that camp, but that now it sounds like I'm gatekeeping. You have to suffer to be a fan. I'm not saying that, but like if somebody tries giving you that shit, 
you don't have to suffer with them, but if you have, you're automatically in the club. Like, that's why, like, fuck Browns fans. It's the same shit with, like, dude, being a, first of all, Browns fans, yeah, but they got a whole (laughs) different situation now. But, like, it's such a bad time for North Carolina pro sports right now. I saw a stat that with the, the Hornets and the Panthers combined, both not having a playoff appearance in the last five years, it Ooh. makes it, it makes it officially like the like least successful state pro sports wise in the last pro five years. wise. Let me let me add to this real quick. Pro wise, you're totally right, but you guys got fucking Duke in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah, stuff. like college, whatever. I'm not a fan of either of them because I didn't go there. But I used to totally like, fair low key be a bandwagon UNC fan when I was a kid, just because like all my friends were. You're there, like, yeah. That's so hard not to. Yeah, but I always still repped Purdue. Always, I was always Purdue first. Hey, my so. man. So, uh, with that though, real quick, Indiana hasn't won anything in any level since the Colts did in 06 or whatever. And that blew yeah. my mind. I was like, no way. And I thought, and that's so true. So what is this? 16 years before anything in the state has won a title. That is actually insane. That's any sports. Like suck. any college or anything <laughs> like that is crazy. Yeah, dude. Butler got close, but that was, that, that's the other thing is the, the thing you're missing from that stat is like the Pacers, I think have been to the playoffs in the last five years. Five years? Ooh, man. Maybe I used to be season ticket holder. Definitely, definitely 16. Yeah. Like, For sure then, yeah, we were good with Paul George and all that. Right. And so, like, yeah. And, like, Purdue has, I don't know. I mean, we're kind of <sighs> shit, but. Should have been better. Purdue, IU got close in 03. Oh, IU got close. Hate to see that, but, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, I, it's a bad time. I keep looking over at my fucking – Oh. oh, I guess I should say uh, my nephew is a Panthers fan. He grew up watching Cam Newton. So I kind of get to hear a lot of your woes with the NFL. So I'm sorry to hear Yeah, that. Cam Newton's story is very tragic. Should have yeah. won that Super Bowl, man. Yeah, at the same time, though, because here's where being kind of a dual fan and also kind of a hypocrite, you're going to think after I say this. But, like, because Peyton Manning was on those Broncos that beat the – Panthers in the Super Bowl. And so I was already a Peyton Manning fan mm. from when he played with the Colts. And honestly, how can you not be a Peyton Manning fan? Like unless you're that girl from Tennessee that he put his nuts on. Is that a that's not a Oh, thing. that's for a different day. Look this up. No. You're lying. It's, it's bad. No, yeah. you're gonna I'm looking it up right now. You're fucking lying. No, he totally did it, dude. The the Mannings have gotten away with some shit, to to be honest, dude. Not saying he what didn't I even grow look and learn up? from it, but <laughs> I would just say Peyton Manning, Tennessee Volunteer scandal or something. It was like a trainer. No, this is this is fake. You're about to no. Go. They did a great job of burying it. Even the university helped bury it. Oh man. Yeah. That's so. Don't meet your heroes. Fuck, man, that sucks. God yeah. damn it. I know. God, oh my God. I'm going to have to take a nap after this. This is, <laughs> this is so sad. Oh my I grew God. up a McNabb fan and he actually seems like not a good human being. So that's kind of disheartening. That sucks, man. Yep. I know. Sorry well, to, sorry to bust the bubble. 
Yeah, I was just about to go into this whole thing about how it was it was okay that we lost because at least Peyton Manning won like his last season <laughs> as a football player. But fuck, dude. I know, man. I still enjoyed him as a player. I had to be around him my whole life, so I mean I yeah, I mean he's one of those dudes that like I always have considered to be like a really good guy, you know? Yeah. Children's hospital, all that stuff he's got going like, on. Like uh I think the same way about Drew Brees, and I think hopefully he actually is a really good guy. But like, I don't know. I love Drew Brees. Maybe because he went to Purdue. Maybe just because he's yeah. He just I, seems like a solid dude. But bad stuff I heard about him was just more he was a dummy with like money. I mean, whatever. It's your it's money. You can lose it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going back to the gatekeeping of the fandom, this was a fun segue. But uh, the real fans thing is my favorite, and you see it a lot with ticket prices. So people love to say the real fans are in the balcony. I I get it. I've been a balcony guy a long time. It's a lot of fun to be there. Yeah. But to say that the people who will shell out shitloads of money to go sit further down or like go to the Super Bowl, World, whatever it is, the championship series that costs a lot of money, to say they're fake fans because they can afford those tickets, I just, I don't understand that by any means. If any, to me, that says they're bigger fans because they're like, fuck, I spent all this money to go see them that I'm willing to put two weeks of pay on the line to go watch this team exactly so, so I, you're 100 right i think yeah it's especially because a lot it. of those fans a lot of those fans have to pay to like like travel to the game you know right like yeah. make all these arrangements so it's not even the ticket price it's the traveling like you said the hotel food all this they're spending a shitload to go see this team and they're a fake fan right come on well, Get the and fuck not out to of mention, here. like, if that's me, like, I'm traveling to see a team, and then I'm fucking forgetting everything on the way there. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my <laughs> AirPods. I'm, uh, I'm not bringing a toothbrush. My, I'm, I'm gonna be blind because I forgot to pack my contacts. So just packing sucks while you're traveling. I, I totally get that, dude. Yeah. So I, I have to go through all of that to, to see this team. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I gotta I promise. All right. I, I want to talk about that real quick. What, uh, what's one time you traveled, what's the worst shit you've forgotten, if you can think? Oh, God. Okay. So, it's so hard to think because I'm not kidding. Literally, every time I travel, I forget something. <laughs> like, like there has not been a time in the past, like, at least five years. And I only say that because that's how far back I can remember yeah. of me going somewhere and forgetting nothing. So Do you use I a checklist? Yeah, I do, which is the crazy thing. Like, I have <laughs> it's so large. Like, let me see if I can pull it up for the fucking YouTube to look at. But it's it's so large, and at least you have I, one for whatever reason. Okay, I guess it's not that large, but it's. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold that back up. How many? How many is that? It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14 things. I'm sorry, but now you're saying that was large. That's the best. <laughs> it's all relative, so I totally get it, but that's so funny. How long is your packing list? I don't even know. I do it for, like, fucking everything. Like, if I have multiple, like, cords or something, I'll do it. I don't abide by it, so this isn't saying I'm good with it. Let me – let me <laughs> – this will be good, actually. This will be good. I'm going to read this out, and you can tell me what I'm missing. 
You can, because <laughs> there's got to be something flawed with this, right? All right. Here's what I've got. Are you ready? Yes. Don't forget my phone. Phone is number one. <laughs> but you're, you're doing the checklist on the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so gold. Oh. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Don't forget my phone. To go along with that, don't forget my phone charger. That I've forgotten fair. many, many times. Yes, that's fair. Many, many times. I have, <laughs> I have below that. And I don't bring this on every trip, but don't forget my computer. I okay, my computer I get that. And yeah. then right next to that, don't forget my computer charger. See, these so, are good. It's itemized. I got those two things. Then we get, it's a little out of order, like relevance-wise. But <laughs> my next thing, because I bring this everywhere I go, is don't forget my Yeti. I bring oh, okay. Yeah. My Yeti right here. I bring this everywhere. It's my favorite thing. It's just unlimited water, basically. <laughs> nice. Great. Shout out Yeti. Be a sponsor. So don't forget my Yeti. Right below <laughs> that, I have toothbrush slash toothpaste. That I've forgotten probably like, I don't even know. Yeah, like, that's probably my number trips, one. Which is so crazy because like I have a fucking like toiletry kit that like everything goes in and like why is my toothbrush not in there? So <laughs> that's fair, man. Below that, I have you know my hair stuff, so I can look all pretty. Mm. You know, don't forget my get comb the flowing hair, as man. I, as I fuck it up. <laughs> Below that, I got shaving stuff. If I'm going on a trip longer than like a week, I gotta you know trim it up, make the beard look a little nice. I forgot that a bunch of times, especially if I haven't oh, shaved man. like before going on that trip. Like if I didn't already Ooh. shave. Then like it gets out of control. Can't relate. I, hate, I can't like can't do the beard. Oh, yeah, like you, you just man. got the stash. You just got the, That's about the as good as they get. You got the stash, and the stash is like my least favorite part of like, I, a beard in general, especially when it gets long because it fucking like all the hairs like start. To oh, get, it's awful. Like, I I'm hate doing it for so much. Fun, and it's it's not much fun anymore. I'm getting ready to get rid of it. Oh, dude, you're rocking it. You got to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I might. All right, below that, I got AirPods. That I've forgotten a bunch. I actually went to New York recently. Oh, and shit. on my way back, I left my AirPods in the hotel. <gasps> Did so you get them back? Like they mailed them or something? Sucked. Yeah, they mailed them back. Thank God. Oh, that's but nice. I almost was like, because they're fucking like broken anyway. So like, I was just like, I'm just going <laughs> to buy them. my time. But no, they, they sent them back. Below that, I have Wallet, which I actually haven't forgotten my wallet on a lot of things you covering all bases that's I'm good i'm terrified that i will it's fair because i mean you got your idea like if you're flying somewhere you need that shit you like oh, you're you can't screwed. spend any yeah. money if you forget your wallet so that i mean that good should point. i should move that to the top of the list above phone <laughs> <laughs> i love that keep going on there dude. all right my last three i got glasses contacts i okay i'll actually answer your question here from fucking forever ago this is good I my worst thing I've ever forgot is I forgot my contacts and my glasses. Oh damn! So I literally I had to like go out and buy one of those like like contact cases. If anyone who wears contacts will know what I'm talking about, and then like saline so I could like save my contacts. But my contacts oh, are dailies. So like, oh no! You're not supposed to wear them multiple days. It was bad. It probably I, fucked up my eyes. Uh, how long were you there? Uh, wasn't longer than a week. But it, Holy it wasn't. Shit, but you're thinking one <laughs> something's supposed to last a day and stretching it a week. Ooh. Yeah, so it was bad. That's tough. But it is what it is. <laughs> I don't. So 
and then my last my last things on my list is don't forget your your shampoo you know yeah don't, don't forget your body shampoo. wash all that shit duke i'm with you so I, yeah that, that's that's my packing list what what am i missing here is that is that shorter than your packing list so that sounds like ones you have to have for every trip that totally makes sense i'll add stuff like for specific trips like if i'm bringing my camera or crap like that but I'm totally with you on the essentials like that because I'll totally skip, but I have to break down like, I don't know, lotion, like all this sorts of shit. Because for some reason, I'm so bad with actually bringing toothpaste. I have no idea why. And I have like eight different travel ones now because every fucking time I go buy a new one and I never – Yeah, dude. I don't know why that's so hard for me. And I know that's like an inexpensive thing. It's not a big deal, but it's just so frustrating because like I'll make it a point. Don't forget your toothpaste. And I always fucking do. I don't understand it. So Yeah, man. It- like I mean, a hundred percent. Like I, I have it on this list, but it, I, I forget it all the time. Okay, so we make lists because that would be the first solution to don't forget shit when you travel. But yeah, clearly, we struggle. Yes. Yeah. So, I'm tr- what would be a better solution? Like almost like if you had a smart suitcase where you can't like lock it unless all the shits in it. But that doesn't make sense either. That would be insane. Like it's like sensing what specific things are in there. You could yeah. imagine you could set it to like. Like how you say you update yours with specific trips, you could like set the suitcase, like to add or take stuff off. So Fuck, like, that's cool, dude. It's somewhat feasible because they're smart refrigerators and they have the thing where it'll know like if your eggs are going bad. But it's like you log when you bought them or something like that. But like it has a big old screen on it on the door, and there's a way you can see into your fridge through. It's like a like a see through thing. So I mean, there's essence of that technology out there. Yeah. Imagine how expensive this fucking suitcase would be, though. Oh my god, so expensive! A couple thousand, like especially. I mean, just for the value alone, like forget the, forget the technology and the like, whatever, like the cost of production. Just the value of never forgetting anything ever again on trips. Like I would, yeah. Like seriously, I would pay so much money for that. So you can put like a number you said, to all this. that money you're spending on on travel toothpaste. Sorry, I interrupted yeah. you there. No, no, no. You're saying exactly what I was thinking. Because that would be like so your contacts, however much that would be, if you had to buy more or something. So you need you could find out the math on how much do you have to spend to recover the shit you forgot versus buying the really expensive suitcase that lasts X amount of years that prevents all of that from happening. Right. That's so, a good idea. Yeah. It's but, it's an expensive. I feel like we probably need a solution that's more accessible. And realistic? <laughs> yeah, realistic maybe. Maybe. Okay, so if you travel with people, you each – so you make a copy of your checklist and you each have one and you both have to do it. Okay, I feel like – I mean, yeah. Because you kind of do that with like when we do shoots, like video shoots. We're supposed to have each a checklist and you make sure you have all your shit. Yeah, 100%. And for the most part, that does work. I just like – I don't know. I feel like when I'm when I'm going on a trip, like I check this list incessantly, <laughs> like all the time, and then somehow it's like shit, like just like will disappear and then come back on it at a later time. Like, do you? I, don't know. I just feel like that's still the same solution, you know. So, question: When you're doing the checklist, do you? When do you check it off? Is it like after it's placed in your bag, or after you gather it, or do you have a system? That's the thing. I I don't I don't check it off. Like I. Oh, what? I'll look at it. And I'll, I'll read down the li- – okay, so here's my process, right? I'll I'll pack all my shit and then I'll look at it. And normally I've forgot like eight things already. 
So <laughs> I'll, look and I'll be like, oh, okay, I got to get those things. And then I'll go get those things and I'll pack them up. And then finally, when I'm done and I think, okay, I've gotten everything, I'll put my shit like in the car or whatever. And after I put it in the car, I will look at my list and I'll be like, okay, phone, got that in my hand, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like charger. And I'll like mentally like envision everywhere that I put the shit. So maybe I need to be like, like visually confirming it, but like, yeah, I, I mean, I check it multiple times as I go throughout and I never check anything off so that I can keep checking it even after like, if my toothbrush was like the first thing I put in there, like no matter what I'm that makes sense. triple checking to make sure. So try on a, if you're using the notes app on iPhone, yeah, you I can am. make a check thing where if you check it, it sends it to the bottom of the list. So then the stuff you're missing is at the top. So you can go out of order. Okay. But what I've started to do more recently and I've been better is you can't check it off until it's in your fucking bag. So if it's, it's again, a discipline thing, but like, Still, because it's going to fall back. Dude, I can't wait till we travel somewhere and we both forget so much shit. This is going to be hilarious. Oh, God. This is going to be so great. So that's totally – like uh, it's you're relying on yourself to be disciplined. So I think accountability and like redundancy. Have another fucking person. Or here's a good solution. Just get rich and buy two of everything and leave it in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would actually be so insane. You just, just have, have a like, second phone you leave in there. <laughs> yeah. Travel computer. Travel tra- – like – just contacts you never you'd have to update those every once in a while but like travel <laughs> airpods like just get yeah, rich that's an easy solution there, guys. still like you still have to remember your wallet you know true you can't get i don't think that's legal just get a passport and then an id and keep them separated i guess yeah that works <laughs> so yeah i don't know i feel like the the listing it's like imagine if you and i like you said like imagine if you and i went somewhere we're both super bad with checklists, then like, is that even a solution? You just have two chickens with their heads cut off, just (laughs) trying to to get through this. So here's the thing. I was thinking like, you were saying that you go and you've spent all this money on like travel toothpaste and shit. And I know that like, if you're at a hotel, you can go, like if you forget toothpaste, you can go down to the front desk and be like yeah oh yeah i forgot i forgot my toothbrush and they'll like give you one but like you can't go down and say like oh i forgot my airpods do you guys have airpods like so (laughs) that's true what if like inside of hotels there were like little gift shops almost where you could get little like care packages of like you could buy airpods for the cheap hopefully you know so i i like that idea a lot but I think uh, the problem I would have with that is because then you're rebuying something you already own is the shitty part. So if, what if you could rent it? Yes. That's what I was thinking. That or like if you could like easily – or maybe – okay. Because that would be weird with certain things. Some yeah, things I don't like know if I would want to rent. But for some reason, if somebody's buying something used, that sounds better than renting like from a sanitary standpoint, I feel like. Because I think when you know renting, that means so many people have used it versus if you're buying something from someone it's probably only been used by one or two people so what if there was like a consignment shop in the hotel and so you you buy it but then you leave it there and when they sell it you get most of your money back that would be good but it's still like i'm not buying a used toothbrush you know what i mean okay no no toothbrush because those are so inexpensive <laughs> but the higher price items like okay big yeah, chargers yeah. or something like that yeah airpods like computer you could like rent a laptop right yeah. to like do your work on yeah something essentially that would 
Hmm. And that would be a big business for the hotel. Like that would make them a lot of money. Yeah, they'd have to figure out insurance stuff with that though if they just disappear. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's doable. I like that though. That's we're onto something there, I think, with some of this. I'm I'm a fan, so well this has been good, man. I feel like we came up with some good stuff today. A lot of gate yeah, we did. that was fun. I enjoyed this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, be sure to rate us on your favorite podcast app. Visit us at www.criticalsolutionspodcast.com. We got our website up and running. Follow us on Instagram at Critical Solutions Official. You can click the link in our bio to go to our website from there. And if you have any ideas you'd like to discuss, leave some comments, send us some messages. We love to hear from you. Hey, good episode today, Josh. It was fun, man. I'll, uh, I'll see you next week. See you next week. Oh,